You're listening to The Humans Podcast. Oh, you're starting. All right, well, I guess I'll start. Uh, this is the second episode of The Humans. Uh, we record live whenever we feel like it in Chicago, Illinois. My name is Jimmy Two Hats, and uh, you guys already know me, so I don't even know why I'm bothered to introduce myself. I uh, am sitting here with Jasmine Ray. Hey, everybody. How's it going? And uh, what do you got on the docket today, Jazz? What are we, uh, what are we talking about here? Episode two. I have a confession. Mm. All right. Actually, I have a couple of confessions, and I'm okay. not quite sure which one to start with. All right. Start with the one that you think is going to be the most disgusting. Okay, so... I know you got a disgusting confession, don't you? I do. Well, I mean, it depends on what you're disgusted by, really. But, um, so really, like, I just want to... I'm going to delve into this, not even out of a TMI space, but really just to normalize health and wellness and body functions. Oh, boy. Um, so... I can smell where this is going. <laughs> so... After I got back from uh, Thailand, which was in February, by the way, so it was like five months ago, um, I started having some itching in my lower regions. Veg? Um, no. More like anal itching. Deep. Deep. Wow. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, for a while I didn't do anything about it, and then... Uh, it went on and on, months and months, and then finally, I had a dream one night that I finally went to the doctor, mm -hmm. and the next morning, I Googled, I finally got the courage to Google, because I thought about doing this before, but it, it seems like a really embarrassing... The, the courage to Google itchy asshole? Yes! <laughs> how much, be honest, how much porn came up when you searched that? Um, there had to have been at least one website. Actually, surprisingly, none. But Nine? But why don't you go ahead and Google, why does my butthole itch? <laughs> I will. You keep talking, and I'll tell you okay. what, I, what the first thing... Why does my butthole Is that exactly what you Googled? That's exactly what I Googled. Why does my, my butthole itch? Butthole. Okay, before I even typed itch, it completed it for me, and it said, why does my butthole bleed? <laughs> why does my butthole hurt when I poop? Why does my butthole hurt when I'm on my period? Oh. You have that too? Well, some women get spasms in their butthole. Do they? Yeah, when they're on their period. Interesting. I have had butthole spasms, and they are very odd. What does that feel like? Um, I don't know. <laughs> oh, Sorry. my goodness. I do that when I make out too. Actually, uh, you know what? I There's not really any porn coming no, out. No, there's not. But the first thing that they tell you is, why does my anus itch 15 causes of anal itching? Did you read any of these? I didn't read the 15. I read like the top three. But Well, what do you think the number one reason is? Hemorrhoids? Correct. And you definitely ain't got no roids, right? I don't have roids. I've got right. no roid rage. <laughs> Those are people who are angry because they have hemorrhoids. Because they have hemorrhoids. Ah, I got roids in my ass. Oh, got roids on my ass. So stop scooting on the ground. So what? So you went to? Let me guess. You probably went to the WebMD one. Why does my ass itch? Basically. No, I think I did one of the drop boxes. You know how it's like the questions with like, and there's like an arrow down. Really? Not on WebMD, but like when you first Google something. And what did you find out? Well, I Listen to how they describe this on WebMD and tell me that it, an itch around your bottom is uncomfortable and sometimes embarrassing. Did you feel that way? I felt so embarrassed. If you have anal itch, it may be hard to fight the urge to scratch. Uh, very hard. So did you scratch, scratch a lot? Yes, it was the most satisfying thing. But scratching will only make the problem worse. I know, but you know. And sniffing will make it even worser. Okay, I think you just Doctors made that Doctors can't part always up. find a reason for it, but some health problems or habits or your diet may trigger it. So what's the first thing you saw when you looked up? Hemorrhoids. Okay. But Bathroom then, habits is another, if you don't wipe well, which is probably something that you don't do. Okay, thank you. Um, but no, but I, what I kind of landed on was pinworms. Huh. Um, you read all the options and then decided, or was that the decided, second one that came up? Well, I, I read the few options that I saw, and I decided I probably have pinworms, which, okay. uh, to be honest, I don't know if that's accurate or not, but... Um, given my trip in Thai, uh, trip to Thailand and, you know, I'm kind of like a, I'm a budget backpacker traveler. Mm -hmm. So I'm not always staying in super hygienic places. I was trekking in the jungle. 
I had my period during that time too. This is like a whole lot of right. Is that where you had your butthole spasms? Sanitary things. Jim, that's private information. You volunteered it. No, I looked up. You I just went Google. Too far. I just Google imaged pinworms. Have you looked at them? Yes, I have. Please don't tell me. I know they made me gag. Wow, and you got those crawling around inside Stop your. Stop it! Hole. We don't know that yet. This is the point. We don't know yet. All right. Well, keep okay. But I got my doctor appointment, and I went. And it's of, pinworm medicine. Too. And of course, I had to do a stool sample. By the yeah. way, I'm. You know, we're here in Chicago now, um, but I'm staying like an hour and a half outside of Chicago, so I'm staying here right now with Jimmy Two Hats. And um, Two Hats Estates. So, so I had to do my stool yeah, sample uh, here. By the way, the fact that you had to decided that you had to do, I guess you had to do it before you went back, but it was this weird. <laughs> I had you, this weird do you feel feeling like I about. You well, I didn't tell you no, about it but I'm like, <laughs> do you really have to do that here? Well, what am I gonna do? Go to Starbucks? That's what I suggested. No. I said, could you maybe go to the Exxon on the corner and do that? <laughs> and by do that, I mean she had to shit in a bucket. <laughs> To provide the stool sample. And, and I thought she was kidding, but it was really a, a bucket with, like, measurements in yeah, it. Yeah, it's, like like it's like a bucket that you put in the, in the, like, toilet, and then you, you know, they tell you not to get any pee in it if you can avoid mm -hmm. it, which caused, like, a, a moment of panic for me because all of a sudden I, like, questioned whether or not I could control my bodily functions. And I was like, oh, God, can I poop without peeing? I don't know. I'm going to fuck this up. Um, you get one shot. That's it. But I'm so happy to report that I did not mess it up. I successfully pooped in the bucket without peeing in it. Mm -hmm. And then you have to take like this little popsicle stick. Well, this is the process that I went through. I guess there may be different ways tests, to do but, it. Um, and you have to like scoop up a hunk of your poop from the bucket. A hunk. Is that how they describe it yeah. in the directions? <laughs> and then take the popsicle <laughs> stick and get a hunk of your dookie. Of also, you'd think they'd give a spoon because, like, not all yeah. poop, not all poop is like solid. Some of right. it's slippery. Right. I got lucky. I ate a lot of vegetables. In your last case, night. a ladle. <laughs> well, so, not last night, thank God, <laughs> or this morning. It was this morning. Did so you scoop it with this this little popsicle, popsicle stick, stick, and then yeah. you put it in a bag, or you, you no, you put it in like you know how when you pee in a cup, they give mm -hmm. you this little cup. It's it's kind of mm -hmm. like that. It's like mm -hmm. it's like a little vial for specimens. Yeah. 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 So you put your little poo sample. You're telling in me there. it's a little vile. It's a lot vile. It's fucking disgusting. You <laughs> walked right into that one. <laughs> Absolutely gross. Um, Were you grossed out doing it? Not really. Do you? You didn't mind sticking your? Ugh, I don't know. It's just I think it's the fact that it's like poop is the line in the sand for a lot of people yeah but everybody poops and this is why we're well, i know everybody poops it. but it's the line in the sand in terms of like when when you you can talk about your bathroom habits i gotta go take a pee i gotta go pee i'm gonna go to the bathroom and take a piss whatever so you can only say that you have to pee right or i'm going to the bathroom acceptable. but like if you walk if you at a party with mixed company and you're like excuse me guys i gotta go take a shit or i gotta go take a poop people will judge you and if you say, oh, excuse me, I'm going to go to the bathroom, i got to pee, or i got to go pee real quick, that people aren't really going to be like, ew, that's gross, but shit is the line in the sand for, for folks. Well, that's accurate. But Thank you. <laughs> but when it's Thank you for agreeing with me that shit was the line in the sand for people. <laughs> <laughs> I would love for you to disagree with that. Um, She's a big fan of German movies. Uh, it's, it's a German movie. Just went over my head. Joke. Okay. <clears throat> anyway. See German shit porn. So when you are scooping, yeah, right. <laughs> Let me see your internet history real quick again. I remember I did that one. Remember you had all your, you had had everything that you had searched oh, for on the phone. internet on your phone. Yeah. And I was like, you got to close these tabs. I actually. It was like from the last <laughs> twenty years. I'm pretty sure you were googling like, how do I get uh, email that isn't AOL. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't even know you could do that until you showed me. You're like, my phone is really dragging. Like, I try to call somebody and it, like, literally... Uh... It took me about half an hour to an hour to close all those little mm -hmm. windows. Just... To your credit, though, I remember going... You were totally cool about me just going through your phone and looking at what you... And there was nothing really that bad. Because I don't watch porn on my phone. But, I mean, like, not that people... Oh, you're admitting to watching it, just not on your phone. <laughs> But like, you know, I would be real paranoid if somebody's like, give me your phone, I want to see it. I don't know I don't know that they would find anything. It's just 
very protective, very paranoid. It's like I because you don't know. You're like, did I do I have something on there that might be offensive to I somebody? Mean, what do you probably? Have on there? I don't know. I don't know what photos I've saved over the years. I don't know what websites I've been to. Like like for example, it, you just Googled <laughs> why does my butthole itch? <laughs> So, and you were embarrassed by that. I was. I so was you wouldn't really want somebody to find that. On I mean, honestly, I was so embarrassed for five months that I didn't say anything to anybody. Yeah, and it got worse. So now I'm talking about it to try to like destigmatize. So your butthole itched for five months? Yeah, on Consistently? and off. Consistently? Like on yeah. and off. So how did you, did you just like wait till you were in private to scratch it? Or did you do well, the old yeah. scooch on the chair thing? Well, like a, a little, dog on a carpet? A little secret. Yeah. No, I just like, you know, scratch in private. Was it consistent <laughs> or was it like, okay, or, or it comes every no, four hours? It ebbs and flows. Yeah. But um, when I went to the doctor, she she said that sometimes, well, like in the reasons you listed, it can be caused by diet and like mm-hmm. the type of poops you're having. So if like you're having like really watery poops, diarrhea yeah. type things, that can irritate it. Yeah. So it can be a lot of different things. I don't know, but I submitted my sample, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know. I kind of hope it's worms because if it's not worms, then I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Of course, I got an STD panel too, just right. in case. So far, I do not have chlamydia. That's great! Congratulations. Or HIV. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank Hear you. that, gentlemen out there? Oh my goodness. She's uh, VD free. Now, when you take your feces sample to the doctor to, to drop yeah. it off, do you hand it to somebody or do you drop it in like a library book return slot? No, you you uh, hand it to somebody. They give it like they give you all the supplies in a brown paper bag. How much bag. are they paying that guy? <clears throat> not and enough. They, they tell you to bring it back in the paper bag, so it's not yeah. like the it's like the the receptionist took it. From Why me. didn't you just cut out the middleman and shit in the paper bag? That's a great question. <laughs> I didn't want it to leak through. Like, I didn't want it to get yeah, soggy and, like, fall through on my walk. So they're going to test it to see if you have ringworm or ringworm, pinworm, because it might not be pinworms. It could be. They're doing two <clears throat> different tests, one for worms and mm-hmm. another for certain types of bacteria. Mm-hmm. So Now, when you went to the doctor, did, they, uh, did she oh examine God. your butthole? Yeah. Did she really? Yeah. Oh, no. This is like this. Did you have to take your? Did you just pull down, or did you take them completely off your pants? Well, no, I took them off. Right, because wouldn't it be weird to just have your pants down and somebody doing that? Yeah, it's like yeah, it sort of makes you feel a little bit more. The whole thing is uncomfortable. Violated. Yeah. I'm just like I specifically requested a female doctor. Right. Um, because I definitely didn't want some. Have you ever had a doctor or anybody in your life look at your butthole directly? Only someone I was having sex with. They looked at your butthole. I mean, I'm sure it happened. (laughs) It's not like it's not like step one of four plays. Was but... he uh, drawing it like Jack in the Titanic? Oh <laughs> drawing my butthole like those French women's it was buttholes. Back in my art school days. <laughs> <laughs> so call Jasmine. She's the best butthole model. Um, hey, if I can get paid for it, why not? Really, you would be a butthole model if you I got mean, paid. I don't actually know. No one would know it was your butthole unless that's they knew true. you. You know what I mean? If it was close. That's up. like a that's a big thumbs up. For I mean, it would bleaching? be anonymous. It would be, unless somebody knew it was your butthole, like if you had some weird birthmark on there. I don't think, the well, doctor didn't that mention it. looks any. like Jasmine's The doctor butthole. didn't say anything when she was But back what then, did the so. doctor say? Because this is something that is should be an Instagram post. Well, or, she didn't say much. She said that. She, actually, didn't she say it looked good? Well, I was going to say. You mean like lick her lips? <laughs> Ew, no, stop it. Don't sexualize didn't you my also, doctor. Didn't you also say you heard the sound of a camera shutter go off a few oh, times? Oh, No, but really, what did she say? She said everything looked good. Right. And she's like, it looks really good. Yeah. And I thought, oh my God, my butthole looks really good. Yeah. Made me, it kind of right. gave me some confidence back, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. She said my vagina looked good. Also, she looked at your vagina? Why? Because Just in case. it's all in the same region, you right. know. Um, so at what point did she reveal that she didn't actually work there? <laughs> no, but so. Not until the very end. Can they not diagnose, pin, like she can't see the pinworm like crawling around in there? Are they microscopic? Not really. I mean, you might be able to, but it would be very difficult. Um, yeah. And largely, you can't really see them. Right. So, but the reason I was so paranoid about it, the reason I really thought it was worms is because my cousin lived in Thailand for a little bit and she came back with worms. Oh, shit. And so before I even left for Thailand, I was like, oh, God, I'm going to get worms, aren't I? And And you did. Well, I don't know yet. Self-fulfilling prophecy. I don't know yet. So, but we'll find out. But isn't this sort of further evidence that your doo-doo 
not just your doo-doo, but people's doo-doo, is actually something that is important to pay attention to. Because as gross as doo-doo is, it can tell you a lot. Your doo-doo is kind of like, you know how when psychics read tea leaves? <laughs> you can read your doo-doo leaves. You can read your doo-doo leaves. A lot can happen with your doo-doo. Is that, I, did I, you just read that book? Are you going to oh, write it? What, doo-doo leaves? Reading doo-doo leaves. <laughs> <laughs> The first chapter is going to be about what kind of gloves to wear. And it's no, it's going to just show all of your doo doo leaves and how mm -hmm. you've interpreted them. <laughs> you send me your doo doo, and I will predict your future. But uh, I don't really. My doc, I remember my doctor once saying, "I'm I'm I'm getting to be of the age where I'm going to start to have to have the uh, prostate exams, mm, which means the old looking forward to this. finger in the dookie hole." No, yeah. I'm actually yes, don't. Have. I have a really bad phobia about it. One, I don't think it's comfortable. Two, I actually have a phobia that they're going to find something, which is even scarier. That's one of the reasons you don't... I think people don't get tested for shit because they're like, they don't want to find out they well, have it. There's exactly. a fear there. Don't tell... I don't want to get tested for this because what if they find something? Then it's like, right. now I know. And when I was talking to my doctor about it, he was saying that the prostate exams and the colon exams and all that shit, that they're kind of waiting... Pleasurable. <laughs> Some people pay him extra for them. <laughs> Uh, and he comes to your house, but it, they're actually waiting until you're even older because they actually, there's more, I don't know if more happens when you're older, it's easier to detect when you're older, but they've pushed it back to like fifties, which is good. But one of the things he said is he said, you know, really pay attention to your deduce because they can tell you things, you know, yeah. he was kind of, I don't remember everything that he said. In fact, he wanted to let, give me like a little pamphlet about it, but I didn't take one. Um, I really so wish you would have. Afraid that I would have left it in my car. You should have like posted it in your bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Like right in front How of the to read toilet. your doo-doo. Yeah. But he was like, you know, if it's, if your dude, if your doo-doo is very watery, that means one thing. If mm -hmm. there's obviously blood is another thing. Like there's things that it can tell you about your health. And so, but doo-doos are, you know, it's, that's the line in the sand that some people are like, that's too gross. I don't want to look at my doo-doo. So if I had to shit in a bucket and then pull out a sample, I don't know how I would do that. I don't know how I'd process that. I'm already starting to dry heave thinking about it. Well, I just kind of feel like don't be so precious. What? Don't be so precious. Like and now you're calling me fat. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Stop it. Oh, right in front of the fucking Terrible. open mic. She calls me fat. Terrible. Um, no, but really, don't be... I'm looking at the toilet now trying to remember what she was going to say. <laughs> Your experience? <laughs> um, we can't be so precious about these things. That's kind of my whole point is like everybody has issues. And actually, when I finally started saying something, somebody else, I won't say who, confessed that he also had Wait, an itchy ass. Was a guy? Once. Yeah. You might know Not him. once. I still have it. You I do. My asshole always itches. Always. Always. And I mean, I don't think I have pinworm, but when I went to the doctor about it, they, she thought it was some kind of a rash or maybe it was caused by sweat. Cause it's not constant, but right. I think everybody has a moment where their butthole itches. itches. Like you can't get deep enough. No, it's in like the more you scratch, the better it feels. Mm -hmm. And you're like, Oh God. Yep. Kind of. Yes. There's yes. something almost like there's some sort of endorphins being released in your in your brains. But <clears throat> yeah, I um I do think it's embarrassing. I, I I'm actually kind of surprised and shocked that you were uncomfortable with that because I don't think of you as the kind of person that that would make you uncomfortable. Having to have the doctor look at your boo-boo hole. Well, you know, it made me feel like like when the dog goes to the vet and the vet like sticks a thermometer in their butthole. And yeah. the dog is like all humiliated looking. Yeah, you felt like too exposed and like vulnerable. That's how I felt going into it. I yeah. just felt like really humiliated. Really? I, I mean, I actually had an incredible doctor. She was amazing. Yeah. And so actually I didn't feel that way while I was there. But especially the moment the moments before I decided to call the doctor and just like get real honest about the fact that my butthole was itching. That's when I felt the most amount of like shame and embarrassment. Did they ask you when you call for an appointment? They're like, "What do you need to see the doctor for?" And you're like, "Um." I did tell her. Well, honestly, because 
it's the times of COVID. Mm-hmm. So they there, know. well, there are a lot of doctor appointments that are virtual. Right. And <laughs> I would have loved it if that was virtual. Just you with your pants down, <laughs> bending over like, in front of your laptop. In front of my MacBook. Can you see it? Uh, oh, a little lower. Okay. Okay. Hold on oh, a second. Oh, that would be great virtual. You angle it up. You turn around, the whole office is looking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I called the wrong Zoom. I apologize. <laughs> Um, listen, that is, that would be a crazy, what the fuck is in my hair? That would be a crazy, um, thing to have to do or even have to say it over the phone. I would be embarrassed by that. A lot of times I'll lie. If it's something super personal, I'll make it up. Really? Yeah. I had one time. But, but it's anonymous. Like that, the, whoever answers But they the phone, see my name and I'm also like, well, they, cause they ask your name, birth date. Yeah, it's like, they're basically like, Facebook? okay, maybe. I mean, they probably don't, they don't give a shit, but Did we just age ourselves. I'm also like, they look it up on my Friendster account. <laughs> When I walk in, I'm like, that could have been the same person that answered the phone. And I, I, you know, I say, I'm here for my doctor's appointment. And they're like, oh, you're the guy with the itchy butthole. (laughs) Interesting. Not at all what I thought you'd look like. So I just, I'll make something out. I'll be like, uh, it's a checkup or whatever. I'm trying to remember the last thing I went in for that was super embarrassing. I think it was that I, it might have been that rash I had on my ass. And I just didn't want to say that. I, I think I might have said I had a rash. Okay. And that was all I, I left it at. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure there have been other things that I've had to go to the doctor for that I didn't want to share with somebody. Right. But I, there's nothing like super embarrassing. Not that I can think of. But I do think I do think it's nice to normalize it and just talk about it. I mean, how many people have you talked to about your ass rash? My friends know because I, I will say it as I'm scratching and I'll be like, God damn, my ass itches. I've never heard But you I say can that. say, I've said it a few times, I think. But I. I probably thought you were joking. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see me dragging my ass across the carpet? Um, people know. I mean, the other thing is, like, as much as it's fun to talk about how your nuts itch all the time and your asshole itches all the time as a guy, it could mean something more serious. Right. And I, I have in the back of my head this weird paranoia that. Once I get like a colonoscopy or a prostate exam or, uh, you know, they're going to say, oh, it's itchy butthole is a sign of leukemia, you know? So I definitely want to address it, but I'm also like, it does, it's not at the point where I feel like it's a problem. Like it itches and I scratch it and it just, and then it goes away. Right. But it's been for a while. Yeah. Um, literally spending a lot of time talking about how our assholes itch. Yeah, but... (laughs) This is interesting because you told me about the rash. <laughs> my asshole itches podcast. Me- I mean, that's what it is. It's not really my asshole. It's it's like my crack. Yeah. So like the top of my crack. Oh yeah. Okay. It's it where when I'm I bike a lot, so I sweat, and that's part of it. Yeah. Um, chafing, whatever. So it's like, but I'm always scratching, and it's it not in my weird. asshole, but. <laughs> It just sounds better to say my asshole itches. It's really just my ass that itches. Okay, well, for me, it really is my butt. Well, but, and you may very well have something that's making that happen. Um, What are the other things that they do other than make it itch? I mean, is it going to be like, I think I'm confusing it with tapeworms that eat the food that you eat so you don't gain weight. Yeah, no, I mean, you can read the description of pinworms, but maybe I will. Basically, from what I can tell, they kind of live in the butthole region if you're a woman. If you're a woman, they can travel to your vagina butthole as region? well. Yes. It's like France. <laughs> I like to go to the butthole region. Um, How do you Gary, tell Indiana. if you have pinworms? Well, let's see if any of these things occurred with JR. Okay. The most common signs of a pinworm infection are, here it comes, itching around the anus. Yes. Restless sleep. Always. Really? Yeah, I don't okay. ever sleep well. The itching is usually worse at night because the worms move to the area around the anus to lay their eggs. Yeah. In girls, that's you, pinworm infection can spread to the vagina Mm -hmm. and cause a vaginal discharge. So you definitely... I don't have any... Need to get that shit checked out. I don't have any discharge. but, But I will say that, like you said, like sometimes... You just want to get it checked out. You just don't want to avoid it because you really don't know. And, you know, for me, like I went for five months without doing anything because it seemed pretty like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's going to pass. But after about five or six months of something, you just have to eventually say like, well, let me just make sure. You know what? If it's in my head, if it's completely natural, if it's just a result of like 
you know, it's, if it's nothing major, that's fine with me. Mm -hmm. um, but I would just like to have that peace of mind to know that I don't have worms, you know. Because, yeah. like, if you do have worms and you go for a long time without checking it, that's not good. But isn't there some sweet relief in knowing that it's worms? Because if it's not, then the question well, yeah. would be, what's going on with my butthole? Well, yeah. That's why I kind of hope I have worms. Yeah. Because if not, then... I mean, I am getting the STD panel, so I can, like, I'll be able to cross out the STDs and the worms. Right. And then after that, I think I just have to <laughs> Are there any STDs that have uh, <coughs> anal itching Sorry. as a symptom? I don't... Google it. Oh Jesus! I, I I've I've Googled too many anal things on my computer. I can't do any more right now. Are you one of those uh, WebMD uh, no. self-diagnosers no. where you're like, oh my head hurts. Let me go to WebMD. Oh shit, I have colon cancer. I'm not. I'm not a self-diagnoser. Oh shit, I have bronchitis. But I am a. If I am experiencing something and like feeling it in my body enough, I'm going to look into it a little bit mm -hmm. and try and get a sense of what I think it might be. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm, I'm totally fine being wrong. Like I never go into the doctor saying like, I have, I have pinworms. I know I have right. pinworms. I'm like, no, I, you know, I think it might be this. I'm happy to be wrong. I right. just. So you do, you offer your own opinion of what it might be? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I just think it's, I, I, I think it, what I would do. I just wanted to make sure I got a worm test. Like if you're like, you know? maybe I have pinworms. That's what I think I have. You go to the doctor and if the doctor says you maybe have pinworms and it's like, all right, now I should worry about that. Because I also think that when you go in and you're like, I think I have this. I don't know if that, the doctor's now already thinking, all right, well, that's what we're going to be looking right. at then. Not that a doctor's going to let you diagnose yourself, but how much faith do you put in contemporary medicine are you somebody who like feels like some of it's bullshit do you feel like that doctors are always honest Ooh. about you know prescriptions and that's a because i'm sure you take prescribed pre prescription medication right i don't you don't take any prescription take medication any. interesting i that's a huge question and that feels like a totally different thing but i mean how do you feel about it i as I've gone through a lot of experiences with medicine and then I read and watch a lot of things about it, I'm less inclined to always believe that medicine is the end all be all for everything and that doctors know everything that there is to know. Um, a lot of it is, it's an easy fix, right? If you have a problem, you take this medication and it will knock it out of your system. Immediately. It will oftentimes cure symptoms. Sure. Right. Right. And with things like antibiotics, I, I sort of feel like those are the things that modern medicine is, that's a great example of how modern medicine can be helpful mm -hmm. because you need antibiotics. I mean, otherwise you get infections and you die. But there's a lot of things, like I'm going to go on the record and say I've taken uh, antidepressants, low dosages of it. But I think marijuana, I think marijuana is a better alternative. It's natural. It, it's been proven to increase people's um, moods. Uh, and I started using marijuana edibles at the same time that I started taking the antidepressants. And maybe because they're working in tandem, but there are days that I don't take it and I feel balanced. Mm -hmm. um, and that was the solution to whatever I was dealing with. And therapy too, but like yeah. that's the solution was we're going to give you this because we're going to help balance your mood. And I'm thinking about it and I'm like, this is just hiding what I'm feeling right. that I need to deal. And, and obviously I think people do have chemical imbalances and, and that medication is helpful and necessary, but it's hard to know because I used to be so anti-drugs and anti, you know, pot and really I, when I was in college, dude, when I was in high school and freshman year of college, hardcore conservative, really? Bush supporter, Reagan supporter, Nixon. I don't know if you remember him. I wasn't alive when Nixon was president. Yeah, I grew Back up in my day. very conservative. Because my dad was. Right. And so he instilled in me my hatred of gay men. Just kidding. I don't hate gay men. And neither did he, actually. But I was very conservative. And so um, I was very anti-drugs. Like, I just felt like marijuana was... I believed the hype. Right. That you have seizures and jump out of windows and try to kill cops. Big gateway drug, too. Yeah. yeah, the gateway drug. Mm -hmm. Gateway into fun. Yeah. Okay, yes. <laughs> How about the trauma is the gateway drug? 
and not drug, but like trauma is like the gateway to so many things. Pot right. isn't the problem. Right. Like treating kids like shit and then them growing up to get away from the pain is the problem. And it's some, but it's something to blame because you don't want to say that something that happened to that kid psychologically is fucking him up. You want to say, oh, it's the drugs. The drugs make him do that. Really? And obviously, we're talking about this. We're just like on a very, very surface level and childhood trauma is no joke whatsoever. It's really awful. Addiction, um, really difficult and awful. I work with a lot of addiction. So we don't, I'm, you know, we don't want to make light of any of that, but um, but yeah, it's interesting, especially... Well, that, I just shared my childhood trauma. I grew up in a conservative household. I mean, that's sort of traumatic. But, but you know, what's crazy is the trauma that I had, and I, if I were to say that it was trauma, is that I was really convinced. Like, think about the fact that I felt a certain way about people, a certain way about drugs, a certain way about the world. And I'm completely opposite of that now. Like, a lot of those things mm-hmm. I don't even... So it's... It's to me, it's like instead of being allowed to, I guess, to some extent, have the freedom to uh, you're raised in a family that has a certain set of beliefs and those are given to you and sometimes forced on you until you break away from. Right. And that breaking away from that and sort of questioning a lot of things that I was raised to believe was part of that trauma in a sense. Not the reason that I started doing, you know, hard drugs. No, I, I, I think that's traumatic. You know, your family shapes you to some extent. Well, it's that, like, when you realize your parents aren't superheroes, when you, that, that, like, point of adulthood, when you realize, whoa, every, like, the way that I grew up and the things that I thought were normal and the things that I believed and all of these things, this was just so specific to my family, my town, whatever, my little bubble. And then when you start to see other things, you think, whoa, how did I miss all of this? How did I... And I, honestly, I'm trying to think for myself, maybe when I had that experience, um, I don't know if I had that trauma. I think I think when, when I went to grad school, which was for counseling psychology, and we had to be in therapy, that was like, it was a mandated part of the program. And also a lot of the work that we did in class was therapy. And going into it, I felt, going into the program, I felt really good. Like, I was at a really good place in my life. I felt, you know, I was really proud. I was starting grad school. I moved to the West Coast and just, like, really proud of myself in a great place. And then slowly through the course of grad school, specifically for psychology, I kind of felt like the message I was receiving was, like, no, you're not okay. Yeah. You must be very, very affected by your mom. Right. Um, because, you know, my mom has her issues and she was, my mom was at the time diagnosed manic depressive. That's what it was called before bipolar. And, um, and I don't know, way before I was born, but my mom really tends towards depression. And so I had grown up with that as normal. Yeah. And I kind of thought everyone. You mean seeing her like that? Yeah. Was normal. Well, but also I just kind of thought like <clears throat> everyone's mom sleeps on the couch all day right or everyone's mom cries a lot that was your frame of reference that was my frame of reference and so and as I got older like I did realize my mom was depressed maybe that wasn't so normal but then when I got into grad school they were like no 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 you're really you're really (laughs) affected by this this really hurt you and kicked you (laughs) and I got so resentful of that um but in some ways, they were right. And to be honest, I don't know. Was it helpful? Was it not helpful? Because grad school did send me kind of into like a dark place. But yeah. but also, and I think this is what I'm getting at, there's like anytime you're transitioning, maybe not transitioning, anytime you go through a period of evolution, it's kind of dark and a little traumatic. Whether, yeah. you know, whether you are... Um, just kind of realizing that everything you grew up with, like, whoa, where did that come from? And I don't believe that. And uh-huh. and you start to dismantle all of that. It's just kind of like a mind fuck and your reality shifts a lot. And so I think, I think a, a lot of people do that, but I also think a lot of people don't do that yeah. work. Right. They don't go on that journey. Right. I, I know that uh, it, to me, 
I think that when people have life-changing experiences for the better or for the worse, that those are the moments when you do the most evaluating. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go through a breakup and you're like, all right, I need to be better to myself and not be treated that way. Or I need to find somebody that I deserve to be, whatever, whatever stock you're taking. But it takes that moment of um, pain, pain and discomfort. Or, or when something really, really good happens, you can sort of sometimes have the same, you know, reevaluation moment. And um, I, traumatic things that happen to you in your childhood, I, I believe, live in you like a cancer. And it's something that you're not, unless you take going to therapy, it's not being treated. You know, we diagnose medication to treat mm-hmm. symptoms or to treat medical issues but the things that are really killing us ultimately we're not paying attention are are the things we're not paying attention to the stress the things that we carry you know from our childhood the experiences that we've had with people the moments of clarity like oh i my husband left me or my wife left me and i'm i have to reevaluate and get Mm -hmm. my my life together and get my shit together and in those moments i feel like sometimes we're at our healthiest because we hit rock bottom to some extent emotionally and we're also like, for the first time, there's this weird clarity of like, something's got to change. Mm-hmm. It happens with drug addicts. It happens with, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Well, okay, so a few things have come but up But wherever it is, I like it. <laughs> One, I agree with you. Trauma lives in the body. And this is for anybody who's had experience with trauma work, whether they've experienced trauma and have done trauma work or they've worked with people who have experienced trauma it's very widely accepted that trauma lives in the body. And we are really, like the scientific community, is really just starting to put effort into understanding the mind-body connection. And like now there is a lot of research coming out, but it's still really in the early stages. And we don't, especially with trauma, we don't entirely know. We know that people who have experienced trauma have an increased risk of certain things, mm-hmm. whether it's like addictive behavior, heart disease. And and some of the things they're at higher risk for are because of choices like drugs and alcohol, right? Yeah. Um, but we are just really starting to understand that. So we know that trauma lives in the body. So yeah, if you don't address trauma, it's going to manifest in other ways. There's just no way to get rid of things. And the sooner that we accept that we can't get rid of anything, no matter how much you may want to get rid of a memory or a thought or a feeling, it's going to it's gonna lessen in intensity quicker if you just acknowledge and accept it mm-hmm. and validate it. Say like, yeah. no, that happened and I'm not okay with it. Yeah, yeah. Have you, I'm, I'm smiling because I remember like, have you ever, I did this a lot in high school and college. I did it a lot in college. Have you ever had, I think I did it mostly with breakups, mm-hmm. where you're so emotionally devastated that you find ways to upset yourself, to make yourself even yeah. sadder. Yeah. So my, the, the fuck album that everybody had in college, the, the CD that you would put on when you wanted to make sweet love to somebody was Sarah McLachlan. Oh my God. You remember her? Yeah. She's still alive, but she had this album that everybody, it was like, when you heard that, that meant. It was on. Yep. And uh, I was dating this girl and we used to listen to it all the time. And there were a couple of songs that were just, they killed you. And we broke up and I remember feeling like shit. Not suicidal, but like. It's devastating. It's devastating. And I'm like, you know, I'm 21 or 22. Yeah. Some dumbass age where I don't know anything about anything. And I'm I'm just like, I remember sitting, I I, I, dro- I pulled into the parking lot of my apartment that I shared with some friends. And I sat in my, my Subaru Impreza that I had. And I was listening to this song on the CD. And I was <laughs> ripping the steering wheel. And I mean, body heave sobbing. About this person who I follow on Instagram now and she's married and she has kids and she's like a professional photographer and she's got this amazing life. And I'm like, I had like the most emotional, 
reaction to anything in my life about that person. Mm -hmm. And here I am, however many years later, and it's like, I'm so indifferent to them. Like, I don't hate them. And I think it's, I'm glad they're happy, but I don't have any, like, and that's weird that you can be affected that that at 22 when i'm supposedly supposed to have my shit together if i'm 16 and that happens but on a grander scale i don't know how anybody can i mean and it took me a while to recover from that yeah i mean i'm also a pussy in relationships so i don't, I don't say that word the pussies sorry. are strong i'm a vagina in no vaginas are strong um, I'm a balls wimp? are way weaker that's true because if you get yeah. kicked, if you get kicked in the vagina yeah, it probably it's not, not... Hurt. Would it hurt come on Kick me in the vagina. No, I don't want to. Hold on. Uh, kick me uh, in the vagina. Do you feel that? And then I'll kick you in the balls. Oh, that No, but does it hurt? hurt Have so you ever good. been kicked in the vagina? It's got to be some sensitivity. I mean, it's not, it. if you get kicked, it's not comfortable. Where's the painful place for a girl if I ever get attacked by one I need to defend myself? Armpit? It depends. It depends. Some girls, like, boobs are sensitive. It also, okay. like, depends on the time of the month. But seriously, I'm not, I mean, yes, it would never happen, but if a woman were to attack me, okay, hold on. Where would we're getting I, so where would off I topic. Go? What are we talking about? Oh, Sarah McLaughlin. Well, I'm losing well, my no. shit. And yeah. then first first you asked me if I believed in Western medicine. And now we're talking we talked about, about that. McLaughlin. We talked about we that. We didn't really. But, oh. but I want to say, though, that there and is... Let's not forget, we started by talking about our buttholes. I, I know. <laughs> we're really all over We're the on the place. way back down. To I'm the really trying hard to get pits. this train on track. <laughs> um, there's something about... Because like when you're young and you haven't had these experiences before, like you you don't know how you will recover from a breakup. Yeah. Now that we're older, it's like you've had many of those experiences. Yeah. And so now when you But feel, it still feels the same. It still feels... Well, does it though? I mean, it still hurts. Don't get... And, and it's yeah. still awful. But It's different, but it's this... I don't know. But yeah. there's like an inner confidence of like, yeah. this sucks so bad. But right. also I know that... Right. It's going to be okay. But right. when you're younger, you don't know that it's going to be okay. And that's what makes it so much it, worse. It makes you, it makes me want to grab my younger self by the lapels and shake the shit on my. I was such a douche when I was younger. Such a douche. Particularly because I, my mom, I feel like my mom sort of abandoned the family when I was mm-hmm. in high school. So every time I'm in a relationship with any woman, I'm waiting she for becomes, them to yeah. abandon me. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, you're just going to leave. And so from day fucking one, it's always, what am I going to do wrong that's going to make them leave? So then Everything. I... Exactly. And <laughs> sure enough... The way you chew, the way you uh, talk, I the way breathe. you just use your hands The right first now. time I breathe and she's like, I'm out of here! She happened to be British, Why is she in like Victorian British? Her, name is, her name's Victoria Buckingham. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> Sounds like Mrs. Doubtfire. It does. <laughs> oh my god! It actually Your was a man in drag. Friend. It was a man in drag. Kind of looked like Robin Williams. Oh my gosh! I think you have a fetish that I'm just learning I about. I might be. I might. I might be. Um, so yeah, I mean, and I, the other, here's the other thing that I'll say about that that is interesting. I had the heaviest, most intense emotional breakdown sitting in my car in the parking lot, and. I maybe had one or two experiences like that and then never again. Mm-hmm. And there was something incredibly cathartic about doing that. Yeah. It didn't fix it, but I definitely had an emotional outburst. Yeah. Right? And then felt like, you know, bad that I had done that. I think that was literally the same day that I um, started to reevaluate, like, I'm going to get out there and I'm good looking enough. And who cares about those three inches between my legs? My hemorrhoids, right? my hemorrhoids aren't a problem for my, anyone. My itchy butthole isn't <laughs> gonna offend someone, my next girlfriend. Someone's gonna love that one day. She did some sketchy shit though. I mean, to your butthole? In, no. Oh. But looking back on it, like that's the other thing. When you have that kind of reaction to somebody who's a shithead to you, well, yeah. And then you learn later, later, like in hindsight, you're like that person was a complete douche. But you, it is. It's just like it's such a learning process, and. Even now, I mean, we have awareness now. We're both single. Yeah. Um, Way to drop the hint. Yeah. <laughs> slides that in there. Every but episode. really <laughs> out of choice. And yeah. I think, well, I guess I can't speak for you, but I know for me it just got to the point of like, oh, you're just like tired of the the whole emotional roller coaster of it. 
and you know when things don't work out and let's face it and I'm, I'm this I'm not being pessimistic I'm I really think we need to get comfortable with this nothing in life lasts and most relationships most people that you date those things are going to end and so instead of instead of like dating with this sort of and I am speaking from a woman's perspective but and from my own personal, not all women are like me. But instead of having this approach to having, because uh, let me re- let me rephrase that. By the way, I just want to point out you are drinking White Claw and talking about. Stop <laughs> I'm it. not speaking for all women. Leave me, leave me alone. We're both drinking. So White are Claw you? Yeah, don't judge me. True, don't judge me. <laughs> like you're like, <laughs> women are strong. Crack open another White Claw. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Party spring break. <laughs> Oh gosh. Anyway. Okay. Um, but also my parents split up when I was young and I grew up with my mother, so I never had my father. So I also have abandonment issues with men. And I'm always like, okay, when is this gonna blow up in my face? When is like always expecting that it's not going to work out in a negative way. And that like something I would like to shift for myself is being okay with the fact that things don't work out. And sometimes it's not personal. It's not, it's just like you came together for a period of time and then that time passed. And so like, how can we deal with these endings more gracefully and with less blame and sort of internalized blame, but also finger pointing. And I mean, that's what I would love for myself. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I'll let you know in my next dating (laughs) In my next yeah, dating how's that scenario, happening? are you on? Are, how are you I dating? Know. I mean, are you on dating apps? No. Were you ever on dating apps? Um, I was very briefly. I haven't been for years. Um, Jasmine got confused with plenty of fish was. She thought it was a lesbian site. Okay, <laughs> She's like, oh, there's a lot of dudes on here for lesbian. Oh, it's not. I think POF probably has that option. <laughs> POF, you're yeah. down with the acronyms. The POF. You got a POF are you account? On POF? No. I was on um, Bumble. Bumble, you know the standards. Bumble, Tinder, Tinder. OK Cupid, Grinder. Whoops, is the mic on? <laughs> Hello. Uh, I think because we're on United States of America lockdown, that we that dating is not an option. Although people are saying to me like people are dating. Yeah. I just think it's a little more like I don't know. It's, you got to really want to meet the person. Well, yeah. And it's also, are people dating or are they just trying to not be bored? Well, well, even without COVID, that's the same thing. Half of us date because we're bored. So I guess that really hasn't changed. I have. Can I ask you a question about dating? This is a serious question from a guy's perspective. Okay. Since you're talking about a girl's perspective with your white claw. You've gone on a lot of dates. Mm -hmm. And I do mean a lot. Okay, he doesn't no. know. Um, you've gone on a lot of dates, and I have uh, you have probably had a couple of dates that it was maybe <laughs> one or two times, and then you never saw the guy again. Yeah. Is it common, or is it myth? Common or myth? The dick pics. Oh. Do men do that? Send. Do they send you a dick pic? Like, okay, you're in the app. Let's say, okay, cute. And your what was your name? Uh, Stinky Finger sixty nine. <laughs> itchy anus you cr- eighty seven. You created the account after you had the pinworms. Itchy. So itchy finger. I mean, <laughs> Stinky Finger sixty nine is sending a message to I don't know Steve, and you know, hey, how are you? And you're talking, and Steve, you and Steve start to flirt, and then the next thing you get is a picture of Steve's penis. Has that happened ever? Because I feel like that's a bullshit myth. That people just say, but it doesn't really ever happen. And then I'll tell you why I think that. I'm I'm really trying to think here. Honestly, I don't. Oh my God, she's looking in her phone right now. No, I'm not. She's literally scrolling through messages looking. I don't think I've ever received an unsolicited dick pic. So you've solicited them. I have. Why? No, no, no. I didn't. 
No, I haven't solicited them. I like have you like, literally went to door to door like in a neighborhood. We were, Hi, <laughs> like, this one says me. no soliciting. I guess I can't go here. My name is Jasmine. I'm a dick pic. Hi, can I see a dick pic? I'm just wondering if I so, could solicit a dick pic from you. If you got one, it was because you asked for it. Or it was because like we were having sexy banter oh. and then you know things started. And was happening. it just the dick? It I I you know, there's a variety. But here but I wanna put wait, but I wanna put this disclaimer. I have really compared to a lot of people spent very little time on dating apps. I don't like social media. Yeah. I don't like um, the last time I was on Tinder was maybe about four years ago. Mm-hmm. I dated, I matched with somebody. I met with somebody from Tinder. I dated him for eight months. Right. Never did anything from Tinder again. Right. Bumble, I met um, maybe a few guys. There was Happen. I think it was Happen. Which, oh, I remember that, yeah. Which I did. I got a message from them in, in the subject that said, never gonna happen. They don't. I'm not going to find me a dick. Um, Happen was in Never going to get it, never going to get it. Happen's gone now. Same. I think Tinge is the new. Yeah. Happen was like, if you, it was like, uh, what was that? Um, misconnections. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like if you're in the same area, they yeah, connect you. Yeah, it would, you could you're connect like, oh, with people who are Jasmine near you. is in the same glory hole that you're in, Jimmy Two Hats. And then I got to find out where you are. Oh, there <laughs> she is. Excuse me, is that, oh, sorry. Excuse <laughs> me, is that, oh, sorry. You look like a woman from the back, sir. <laughs> Uh, well, um, here's why I'm asking this. Because first of all, why I would never send my penis in a photograph to somebody unsolicited, ever, because it's. But what if you're proud of your penis? Pe- yeah, but <laughs> why would I think that anybody would want? To- Do you like staring at them like that? I mean, if a woman sent me a picture of her vagina, I'd be like, kind of weirded something? out, and grossed out, well, even if I asked for it. I, I imagine guys do this too, but what women do when we get dick pics, usually we show it to somebody else and laugh. Interesting. Guys don't know that because they're still doing it. I mean, is that what you do when somebody I've, sends you a picture? They, I don't get pictures. But I don't ask did. for them. But I, I, I probably would definitely share it with somebody and look what this girl sent me. But yeah. I would also think it would be very odd because I would be like, why would you send... Like, if you're at that phase where you're texting sure. back and forth and that's something you're into, cool. I just think it's weird when I hear these... Like, I've gone on dates with women who would say, oh, yeah, I stopped talking to him because he sent me a picture of his dick. And I'm like, really? How? And you guys, like, literally just met? I just think that's really weird. I think guys Like, have sex. That. That's fine, but... I, think I don't know. Just because that hasn't been my experience doesn't mean that other women haven't experienced that. And yeah. I really do. There is, I haven't gotten dick pics, but there is like a thing with guys of like, uh, I mean, they're always gunning for it, right? And especially when you're dating. Gunning for that number one spot. <laughs> Especially as a... No, they don't want to be number one. They just want to be number something in your bed. They don't care what mm-hmm. it is. Nice. But just this kind of, like, feeling of, like, they really want sex. And yeah. that kind of... That comes across a lot. Right. But it also depends on, like, what kind of guys are you going after? And, right. And, like, what do their profiles say? Like, I'm never going to swipe right on anybody who is showing their abs. Mm-hmm. Who... Like, if you look... Like a guy who sends a dick pic, I'm probably yeah. not swiping right on you. Right. What if they're showing their abs, but they have a dad bod? Is that okay? Is that like, are you showing your abs? What do you think of dad bods, you... by the way? Is, or is that thumbs up, thumbs down? I say bring on bodies. Yeah, but if somebody had a dad bod, would that be that a deal breaker for you? No. Hmm, I've, interesting. I've, um, or if they had a mom bod. I have lain with dad bods. Have you? I have. Interesting. Dads? Older Were any of them dads? Did they have kids? Hold on. Oh boy. Scrolling through her phone again. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Look at Jasmine. I think Jasmine prefers the older gentleman, don't you? I prefer guys who have their shit together and don't expect me to take care of them. Yeah, but you can find a 21-year-old who has their shit together. (laughs) Well, I mean, you're probably looking for the wrong 21-year-olds. Oh, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. I'm sure there are some 21-year-old ladies out there that are perfectly put together. Ladies, yeah, women mature faster than men. But I'm sure there are 21 year old dudes that I can't think of any right now. 
And if I ever meet one, I'll let you know. Yeah, but, okay. But I I think that there are older dudes that don't have their shit together. No, that's I mean, 100%. There are, there I have people, some colleagues that. There are people of all ages. I could probably don't be considered have their one. shit together. Yeah. But I, I just don't think, especially because really, and I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be sexist, but women are generally more mature than men That's and sexist. we mature more quickly. And so I'm not going to set myself up for failure. I say that, but then you do the guy I met on Tinder was a few years younger than me. And that really? was, yeah. And I and was, it didn't last long. It was eight months. That's a significant um, amount of time. Yeah. But I was pretty So why'd resistant. you guys call it quits? What happened? Because he was an alcoholic and a sociopath. All right. And? <laughs> Jesus. What's the problem? How about you give the guy a fucking chance? Shallow and selfish. Oh, I did. <laughs> Multiple times. And then I had to change the lock. Um, I thought you were going to say sheets. Well, I did. But... Uh, well, did he, was he psycho? Well, no. He was a... He was a pretty bad alcoholic, and I, I really don't say that lightly. He yeah. really was. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, You but, dated an alcoholic, but I married one, so. Yeah. It's shitty. And did you see that, and that's one of the reasons you left, or did you well, did it kind he, of come out he later? he also really was a sociopath. Again, and I'm not, I'm not saying that as, like, a, a dig at my ex. Like, yeah. Like, I remember one day we were, something he did upset me, and I was upset, and I was crying. Yeah. And... At one point, he just looked at me, like, really blankly. Like, his eyes were so blank. And he said, so, you want me to help you feel better? And I just looked at him, and I said, yes! And I I was speechless. And I just thought, like, how do I explain to somebody this? How do I explain to my boyfriend why you should care about me and right. my feelings? Right. But he legitimately just didn't have a, a connection yeah and he would say things to me all the time like you know if we broke up i wouldn't cry yeah and i was like okay why would you say that yeah that's a weird thing to say so he had he had a lot of weird things going on and obviously i i, I we both know somebody else whose name we will not say that was very similar to that who dated somebody else that we know who had that kind of yeah weird sociopathic like yeah it's weird. Can you use sign language yes. to tell me who we're talking about? Because it could be a few people. Uh-huh. Wait. Okay. Wait. Atticus Finch. Yep. Got it. From Tequila Mockingbird. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> folks, this is the time. I say unfortunately because it's not my favorite part of the show. But this is the part of the show where Jasmine gets the last word. She gets to say anything she wants about anything. And I can't no. respond. Even if I fucking want to, oh, I'll no. have to bite the microphone. So, Jasmine. Yeah. As they say in uh, Hollywood, you have the floor. Is that what they say in Hollywood? Yes. I thought it was like, pull down your pants if you want to part. That's only Harvey Weinstein. That's terrible. And Which Bill is Cosby. not funny, by the way. None of Harvey Weinstein funny. isn't funny? No. But um, he did do that. He just got, no. didn't he just get charged yeah, with another was, yeah, rape? He's, yeah, he's, well, oh I don't know about God. another, but he's in prison right now. But, but I think like it was a, a different person. Oh, did you hear about... Oh, my God. First of I all... I thought this was the part where I'm I know. talking. We're, hold on. Don't. We're going to get to that in a second. Maybe we need to talk about this next time. Okay. Stay tuned, folks. There's a lot more that's about to happen. And the shit legitimately not hit the bucket, but hit the fan next episode. Because I'm going to bring hey, some things oh, up. Oh, got my but face. Here we go. Here we go with my least favorite segment. I'm going to call it Jasmine's Corner. Are you going to change the name every time? Anyway. Maybe. So my final thought is you and I often talk about things jokingly and irreverently, but yeah, thank you. Um, but no pun intended. <laughs> uh, in all, in all honesty, these things do need to be talked about, whether it's physical health things or whether it's relationship stuff or it doesn't matter what it is. It's so important to talk about it and to normalize it and to really have a sense of humor about it. And so I do want to apologize, of course, if we offended anybody. But at the end of the day, I just really want all of you listeners out there to feel like a little more empowered 
to speak up about the things that you feel embarrassed about or you feel like nobody's going to understand because that's that's life-giving, just having that comfort. So if anything, take that away and um, please go home and talk to your your parents, your uh, partners, your friends about your butthole or anything else that may be going on and know that we support you. So that's it. That's all I got. Bring it back to buttholes. Yeah. Well, Full circle. You can reach out directly to Jasmine at this email address. Get a pen out because it's real long. Coaching by JRL at gmail.com. Go ahead one more time. That's C O A C H I N G B Y J R L at gmail.com. I ran out of ink writing it down. You can also, if you want to talk to us for any reason, you can email us at our email address that we have for our podcast called The Humans Chai. That's The Humans C H I. At gmail.com. Chai or shy? Like shy. Shy. But if I say shy, people might be like S-H-Y. So chai, although that could be chai too. I know. We really just got to spell it. We didn't think that through. I know. That's my fault. I created the uh, email address. By the way, we've gotten a grand total of zero emails. So (laughs) I don't think it matters either way. Uh, It's going to get heated on the next episode. Just know. Just know. Jasmine's going to probably have some things to say. So you're not going to want to miss that shit. Be well. Bye.